Welcome back to the Close to Home podcast, everyone. I'm David. This is Chris. And next to Chris, we have a special guest today. This is Charity Howard, and we are excited uh, to be with her today uh, and do some do some talking. So what we're going to uh, first do is say uh, like, comment, subscribe, because I was about to jump into what we're talking about. But like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, send it out there to anyone and everyone uh, that you know, uh, so we can just continue to reach more people. So today, uh, we're going to be touching on the topic of fitness. Now, <laughs> is this an intervention for me or what? Is, what? And before, before Chris got here, we at Charity, we were, we were talking um, about, you know, just fitness in general. And I was like, yeah, on Monday, you know, Chris, Chris was we were talking a little bit about fitness and this and that. And I said, so when he shows up, it's going to be like a, again, he's going to look at it like, are you, are you doing this because I said something? So, uh, you know, we're going to dive into, into fitness and, um, charity's take, uh, on it and how it's, it's helped her, um, on her journey, um, her testimony. Uh, so we're very excited. So buckle up, buckle up get ready. Go. And, um, here we go. So Thank you uh, again for, for taking the time yeah. um, and sitting down and talking with us. That's so fun. getting into fitness, okay. um, I know you have a journey with uh, that. Yeah, everyone uh, has a journey in your, in Right, right. So, and, and also um, not only just with, with fitness in general, but that connected uh, with the Lord in your testimony. Mm-hmm. So the floor is yours. Floor Wherever you want to start, <laughs> well, good, go so ahead and take it. There you go. The floor sometimes. <laughs> 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 now, so um, growing up, you know, I was, I was homeschooled and being homeschooled, you don't have PE classes necessarily. So my parents put me in, in classes at the Y and so I would do swimming and I would do gymnastics. And well, I'll tell you one is much more fun than the other one. (laughs) Swimming is just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But gymnastics, you get to flip and tumble and you got music and there's dance and there's, you know, all the different things. And so I would do gymnastics, but I was bad at it. Like, real bad. I was so clumsy. I got hurt all the time. And so once I got out of school, I was just like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm working out is not for me. It's not my thing. I'm, I'm too clumsy to work out. And so I didn't, I just, I was naturally lean and everyone assumed I was fit. Yeah. I wasn't, (laughs) I was not at all. Um, I ended up after, after, school. I went to college at Oral Roberts University and they have uh, part of their program. They educate the body, mind, and soul. Nice. And so you're in PE class every single semester wow. that you're wow. at school. Is yeah. that in Oklahoma? It's in Oklahoma. Yeah. Nice. And so I was taking v- various PE classes every semester. Mm-hmm. You had to pass a 5k field test every semester. And wow. so wow. Um, they, they gave you the option you could run or walk and based on, you know, what time you finished in, gave you a different grade. And when I ran, I would get a D. Oof. I was <laughs> bad. When I would walk, yeah. I would beat the fastest time limit and get an A plus with bonus points. Ah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to walk. And so I, I could outwalk some of the runners. Yeah. Right. It was crazy. Um, so I just, because of that, I was like, I'm a horrible runner. Yeah. I'm never going to be a runner. Um, if you look at me now, you'd be like, you said this. <laughs> but after college, I moved to North Carolina and um, I had some friends who 
they they were starting to feel their metabolism slow down in their mid twenties, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna run, we're gonna <laughs> run." Charity, you've got long legs. Yeah. You should run with us. You'd be a good runner. Right. And I was like, Mm-mm. "Right, no, not happening. <laughs> Doesn't work. Not that. happening." And so I put them off for like a year. They keep coming. Charity, you should come run with us. You should come run with us. Yeah. No, yeah. stop asking. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I was twenty nine, and um, I'm I'm thinking the numbers are right. I'm not entirely sure, but. <laughs> My mom called and she was diagnosed with diabetes. Mm. And during that conversation, I found out that her mom had had some blood sugar problems. Her mom had had some blood sugar problems. Yeah. And I went, dear Google, yeah. how do I avoid getting diabetes? Right. And, you know, some of the, the highest recommendations are cut out processed sugar. Yep. And at that point, I was drinking two or three sodas a day. Mm. Um, so I, I cut back to, you know, one. Yeah. Um. Steady cardiovascular activity, running, biking, swimming, walking, just steady. Right. I was like, okay, fine. So my friends asked me again. I'm like, okay, I'll go running with you. (laughs) And we went out for a run and I made it half a block. (laughs) Yeah. Not even half a mile, half a block. And I was like, (gasps) couldn't breathe. Yeah. Nothing. Clearly not good for the body. Clearly not good for the body. If it reacted that way, it's telling you it's not supposed to happen. So we like we took a lot of walk breaks, and I'd run half a block, walk for a couple blocks, run half a block, walk a couple blocks. Yeah. And my friends were so gracious. I mean, they're like, "Well, you're in bad shape." Yeah. Yeah, I know. But they they weren't going to just run off and leave me. Right. And so we got back. At the end of the race, uh, run, we got back to our cars and I was like, y'all, I need a change in my life. Mm. Like this has mm. like put a spotlight on the fact that I am in horrible shape right. and I do not want to end up with diabetes. Yeah. So, um, that day <laughs> I could run half a block that day. We signed up for a half marathon. Oh, <laughs> Uh, as one does, as yes, one does. of course, like, right? That's I need, the I logical thing to do. Right? Yeah. They said we could sign up for a five k, and I was like, no, 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 that's three yeah. miles. I I know. I you give me a couple of months, I could make three miles, right. and I'd say I've reached my goal, and I'd stop. Okay. I need something that is currently impossible, something that I mm. cannot see how it's going to happen, mm. and I need to change my life in order to reach an impossible goal. Wow, wow, yeah. So we started running. We started training, and. Um, we, the town I lived in did not have a running community. There were no people around to ask, how do you do this? So, you know, you look online, you find tips and tricks, but looking online, everybody has an opinion. Oh yeah. Everybody's opinion is different. (laughs) And so, yeah. yeah. And they're all experts. Exactly. All of them. them. Yeah. 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 So we, we go out for this training, not knowing that. After six, seven miles, your body has kind of run out of its stores of fuel and you should refuel. Yep. Yeah. No clue. Yeah. And so I kept giving out at like mile nine yeah. and I'd have to walk the last few miles. And so after that first race, um, they gave us a three hour time limit. Mm-hmm. I finished in two hours and 57 minutes. So, you know, I had nice. three minutes to spare. Yeah. Crossed nice. the finish line. My other two friends had finished. They were well recovered they'd already eaten their pizza whatever you know (laughs) they were waiting for me at the finish line i crossed the finish line hit the ground 
burst into tears. I said, I'm oh, never doing this again. <sighs> I was in so much pain. Yeah. I said, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. And, you know, been running for three hours. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm dehydrated. And my friend hands me a bagel. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'll go to work. Oh, we yeah. recovered. And like 30 minutes later, I'm like, mm-hmm. when can we do this again? Yeah. I want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got the bug. Yep. And so after that, after my half marathon, then I did a 10K, then I did a 5K. You know, work, work your way down. <laughs> um, but I found healing and like mental, emotional healing yeah. from some trauma in my childhood. Right. I didn't know that running is therapy. Like yeah. a, um, a lot of therapists, are, they'll tell you that... It the it's the repetitive rhythmic mm-hmm. bilateral movement yeah. that running is so therapeutic and you can mm. um, there's so many things about running and your body and your brain mm-hmm. like when you're moving your major muscle groups because right. it activates your frontal lobe which helps you process emotions and information um, and then what you take in when you run it sinks deeper yeah. and and it's wow. just all of this really yeah. cool stuff. It's amazing. Education, man. This is great. <laughs> the science of fitness is fascinating. Oh, yeah. But I I did not know these truths, but it didn't stop it from being true. Right. And like I've got I've got That's some good. abuse in my past yeah. and it's like mm. some crazy things. Mm-hmm. And we might get into it like but yeah. I had abuse in my body and God used fitness helped me find healing in my body yeah. and it was so cool but that journey started with you know my mom being diagnosed with diabetes right and i said i don't want that right i need a change right and um for for a couple of years the only way i could actually meet and connect with god was when i went for a run wow. like i could sit down with my bible and be like Yep, I'm reading. I'm yeah. checking it off my list. Yeah. I prayed. Yeah. I got nothing from it, but I prayed. Yeah. But when I would go run, and usually it would take me till like six or seven miles before um, I could break through my own inhibitions. Mm. So if it takes me less, does that mean I'm just quick, quicker at breakthrough than you are? means you're healthier than yeah. I was at this <laughs> That's what I would think. Yeah, I'm I'm just, just trying to cycle right. through. I was, We're good. Yeah. I was so... I was so locked up because mm-hmm. of my abuse and my hurt yeah. and my, yeah. Yeah. there was, I, I could not access my emotions yeah. until I got so tired Right after mm-hmm. six or seven miles, then I could access emotions and I could actually be real and honest with myself and with God. Yeah. And, um, like up to this point, the abuse from my childhood, I always thought it was my fault. Mm-hmm. It's like... Mm-hmm. I've got autism and I've, as a kid, it was a lot worse than it is now because I, you know, you grow up, you learn how to, how to navigate the world, how to interact with people. But as a kid, I had like zero social skills, possibly negative social (laughs) skills. (laughs) I was awkward. I was so awkward. Um, (laughs) Comes with the territory. I mean, kids kids are awkward, but I, yeah, I was bad. Right. Um, and I had no boundaries growing up. My my mom and I'm not I'm not spilling all of her stuff. We've talked no. about this. And it's it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. My mom grew up in a rough family, okay. mm-hmm. and 
she didn't have boundaries. Like she was emotionally broken six, seven years old. And so Mm. to this day, sometimes emotionally she will react as a six or seven year old. Because she just got broken at that age. And Mm. when, when she had me, she was just a kid when she had me. I mean, she got married at 19, had me at 21. And I'm looking at, at, at 21 year olds going, yeah, no, I'm not giving you a kid. There's <laughs> yeah. not a chance. <laughs> but um, if I had something mm-hmm. that she wanted, yeah, she took it. Mm. Food, books, whatever. I right. mean, I had my own clothes because I'm like this big, and she's a grown up, and right. clothes don't fit. But right. jewelry, but every, everything, whatever. Else was, it was yeah, if she wanted, it, she took it. If I was mm. doing an activity that looked like fun to her, she would do it because it looked like fun, not because she wanted to interact with her child mm-hmm. because right. she was broken. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't recognize this. You, you can't, you don't have the, the capacity to understand these things when you're six, seven years old. Right. But, um, the first time I remember trying to set my own boundary, my own territory yeah. was with food. Cause we were we were at Dairy Queen. We were getting some ice cream. Yeah, and you're a kid. You pick all the fun toppings, and you know, and Mom would just take a bite and just take a bite of my food, and it kept making me mad. Mm. I didn't know why. I didn't have the language to express it. But yeah. this particular day, I got marshmallow sauce on my ice cream. Yeah, and my mom took a bite and went black. Yeah. Ah, ah. Light bulb. Yeah. There you so go. now. Yeah. Everything is marshmallow mm. because mom doesn't steal my marshmallows. Yeah. Wow. And that's the first time I remember having that moment. Yeah. Um, over the years, I have developed a lot of interests that my mom does not like. And I didn't always recognize that I was, maybe it was defining myself, having independent, whatever. Yeah. I was doing things that mom did not find fun because then she would not invade mm-hmm. my space. Yeah. Um, fighting was not allowed. Yeah. So I grew up with no confrontational skills. Right. No conflict resolution. No idea. Well, it was just, you're yeah. angry, go to your room and sort Go figure it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, had a, I have a little brother who also has autism, and he got the combative version, not the compliant version. Yeah. And so he's combative, and I'm compliant. Right. Well, you can imagine, things were not always peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he would hit mm-hmm. and well, I know I'm not allowed to hit right? cause I'm the compliant autism. So if there's even a suggestion, it becomes a rule. I'm going to follow every rule yeah. and I'm going to make sure everyone around me follows all the rules. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't help you get friends as a kid either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, not so much. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Yeah. And so I had to find my own ways of fighting back. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother's colorblind. Yeah. I would take all the wrappers off of his crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I knew better than to hit him. Yeah. yeah. I had to find my own ways of fighting back. Yeah. Um, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh man. That's, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's, it's different, you know, um, putting that into, into, into terms to like my childhood, mm-hmm. you know, when we ever, whenever we're talking or yeah. anybody on guests on, you know, you, you, you kind of gauge like, listening to, to a portion of your story and then saying, how is that for me? Yeah. You know, growing up and, you know, uh, 
we talked a little bit before about uh, me being in the gym mm-hmm. at a young age. My father, obviously, we talked about, and mm-hmm. you know, my, my dad, uh, hardcore, heavy in the gym. Arnold, all the old guys, Franco Colombo, like all just watching those guys, you know. So he trained me to to kind of go that route, bodybuilding wise. And um, he was a Marine, right? I got three older sisters. I'm the baby, so it's like when my parents weren't around. They want to beat me up. And one of my sisters is here and, and you know, she's she's here right now. She hears it, she's gonna be like, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like <clears throat> I grew up with that mm-hmm. learning how to you stand up, stand up for yourself, face your fears, you go yeah, conquer what you gotta conquer. Like don't let yeah. Like my 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 parents' rule was, you know, don't go out and start fights. Sure. But if someone messes with you, finish the flight. And mm-hmm. that period See, mine, mine was if someone messes with you, run away. Right. And that's a, <clears throat> that's, so going back to when you were running and, and, and talking about that, mm-hmm. that it took you to mile six or seven mm-hmm. to push through that boundary line, right? To where you would It doesn't be anymore, but yeah. It right. Used to. But back then during that time, and just, you know, speaking about, you know, how, how your mother would kind of, uh, there was no boundary line, right? There was no boundary line. You know? when we're moving closer to God and I'm speaking from my, my own experience, what I found when I, when I was, every time I was trying to move closer, that boundary or that wall that was there, I just felt like it got thicker and thicker and Mm. thicker and Mm. thicker. Right. So from you saying that during your time that you have reading, praying where there wasn't really a connection, but using fitness as your way, to connect with the Lord. I, I I admire that because my fitness time was kind of me secluding myself mm-hmm. and working on, and like we talked about before, uh, earlier before, before we started, um, you know, you referenced that <clears throat> the bodybuilding world, right. For, for the most part, the way that people have taken it and, and, and changed it to more vanity. Mm-hmm. I want to look good. I want to, and you know, hey, call a spade a spade. That's, that's, that's what it is. A lot of people take what the Lord gave us, change it to what they want. So the body that he gave us, stay in shape, be healthy, be able to protect your family, all that, all those things, the baseline that we take in to say, how good can I look? Mm-hmm. How many people can look at me and comment? How many people can take my picture and start drooling over it? Oh my God, look at that. Right. So we pervert it. Mm-hmm. So something that was given to us to, again, keep us healthy, keep us in shape. We turn it into what we turn it into. So just, you know, hearing you, hearing you talk about that and being able to use it as a platform, as a way to get closer to God. That's just, yeah, you know, I, I, that's a very, I commend you for that. That's very, I, I not stumbled people, into it. Yeah. And not, but not many people would admit that. Mm. Right. Okay. And, and that's why I say that because. It's again <clears throat> in today's day and age, it's well, you know, I did it and I was great at it. I was wonderful and me, 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 point the fingers at me, right? But giving glory yeah. back to the Lord for something that he brought you to. And mm. again, looking at it sounds like coming from your childhood and some of those boundary lines. Ooh, that was a years. There you That's go. Right? And then, so yeah, let's 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 get into it. <laughs> let's let's get into so, it. So uh 
my family, my dad's side, my mom's side of the family is rough. Mm-hmm. My dad's side of the family, for generations back, yeah. they've been preachers and teachers, mm-hmm. lay ministers. Okay. There's a beautiful legacy coming through my dad's side of the family of caring for people. Right. Um, you know, taking in the strays, so to speak. Okay. So my granddad, uh, he was a chaplain at the county jail. And this was way back when. Um, but the the prisoners who were on good behavior, he could bring them to church. Okay. Like yeah. they got to go out to church. Yeah. And so there were some that he, he mentored, he brought them to church every week. They yeah. get out of jail. They need a place to stay. They could stay with Grandma Papa. Right. Um, at one point, we took in a couple of them wow. and helped them get on their feet, wow. get out mm-hmm. into the real world. It was amazing. Yeah. An amazing legacy. Yeah. Um, when I was 13-ish, uh, my parents took in a young man. He had not yet gotten in trouble with the law. Right. But his family was in a rough situation. Mm-hmm. And we knew if he doesn't get some help now, he will end up. That's the path. That's the path he's on because okay. mm. we saw all of his older siblings. Mm. Um, okay. So my parents took him in yeah. and sure he hadn't gotten in trouble with the law, but he had had enough abuse and addictions already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he moved in, some sexual abuse began and oh. I didn't, I was awkward with communication. Didn't know how to communicate things. Yeah. I assumed it was all my fault. Right. Because I was unable to communicate no. Yeah. In a way that he could understand. Mm. Looking back, I see all the things that I did and I'm like, girl, that was not your fault. Yeah. But it went on for like 10 years. Right. Until I moved to a different state. Right. And the... The shame, the guilt, the worthlessness felt like I was all used up. Wow. Right? Um, That me, who I was, was worthless. Mm -hmm. The only way that I could bring value to the table was through what I did. Right. So I did everything. I did, you know, my full-time job. I was serving in the church. I was doing church administration. I was doing kids' church. I was doing youth group. I was cleaning the church. I I did everything. Right. Because I had to bring something to the table because who I was was never going to be enough. Right. Mm. Mm. Like, I want who I am now, Mm -hmm. I want to go back to that little kid. Yeah. And say, hey, it's okay to push back. It's okay to make people mad. It's okay to protect yourself. I want to go back to my 20 something self and say, you are amazing. You're valuable. Absolutely. Who cares what you do? You are amazing in who you are. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm currently, I'm at the church working as, as a youth leader, Mm -hmm. um, Functionally youth pastor. I don't have the title yet. I've still got to do some, you know, it's functionally though. Right. And so when I see these kids, yeah, I'm going to have the awkward, hard conversations with them mm-hmm. because nobody had those conversations with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't know that I could set boundaries. I didn't know that I could stand up and protect myself. Right. Um, and so it opened the door for so much hurt. Yeah. Um, and then we come to running. And, you know, where you experience the hurt is where you need to find the healing. Yeah. 
And so running fitness, it involves your body. And I think that's Mm -hmm. part of how God used it in my life is because I had experienced so much trauma in my body. Right. And then God was able to say, Hey, we're going to use your body to help you find healing. Absolutely. And, um, I didn't know the truths in my brain, but they were still true. Yeah. And so I, I was doing running, um, finally, you know, connected with some people and learned that how to fuel your body during a run, how to actually right. yeah. do this well so that you can <laughs> yeah. continue. Yeah. So you don't pass out and then right. somewhere along the line. Yeah. That's good. So I'd done a couple of half marathons Yeah, and I had a friend who was like, Charity, you run. Hmm. You want to do a marathon with me? Yeah. And I was like, sure. Yeah. How hard can it be? Yeah. <laughs> Um, have fun with that (laughs) i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure didn't the first guy that ever ran a marathon died yeah yeah so you know so yeah Yeah. i mean he had been fighting in a war and he was exhausted yeah there's some context yeah there was some context it wasn't he just he didn't just go out for a a run and yeah ran himself to death yeah things happening but still died though just want to know that <laughs> Chris wants to make it very clear <laughs> that this he died while running. So. <laughs> I know, like it was, it was my friend, her husband, yeah. the three of us. We would we trained together, we ran the race together. Okay, and I'll tell you, had we decided to run the race on our own, I don't think either, any one of us would have finished. Yeah, because yeah. at different points during the race, mm-hmm. we had to encourage each other and pull each Absolutely. other along. I, like, you want to talk? Oh, community. I could yeah. go on a tangent, yeah. yeah. but it was beautiful. We finished the race, mm-hmm. and the two of them were like, "Well, I ran my marathon. I'm never doing that yeah. again." Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "I can run a marathon. Yeah. What else can I do?" That's right. That's wow. right. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I actually ran the that first marathon and moved to Charleston mm-hmm. the same weekend. Wow. Just in case anyone's interested in doing it, don't. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, seems like it's a little taxing on the body. Oh, my just a, yeah. just a little. That was a rough weekend. Moving. <laughs> Running. <marathon. Yeah. laughs> I might have not done the marathon and just went ahead and moved. But, <laughs> man, I commend you for that. Cause... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a story. It's a great story. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Finish the race. Yeah. Um, and did you like write a book that weekend too? Or I, you know, like, oh, I like, hate writing. Did you? Okay. Okay. Wow. Like the fact yeah. that you write, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I love reading. Don't yeah. make me write. No, oh, oh. that was good. That was um, good. But no, I, somewhere in this process, yeah. I had, um, I learned that doing yoga mm-hmm. helps with running because right. it it, str- it stretches your muscles, but also helps strengthen your core. Right. Um, but I hated the traditional yoga, like the yeah focus yeah. on your inner yeah yeah I, yeah I didn't want to look at myself are you kidding yeah I, I mean at this point I was still believing that I was worthless right and um mm. and so I stumbled across a group called holy yoga okay and so they they would they would still do the meditation stuff but it, you're meditating on God you're meditating nice. on scripture you're yeah. praying instead of focusing on yourself and it was beautiful but uh, quite honestly yoga is boring <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for fitness and stuff, but oh, it's so boring. Yeah, like yeah, oh, just I like hold that. a position and breathe. Like yeah, 
It's not my thing. Yeah, it's pretty good, painful too. Pretty, yeah, it gets. If, well, you do it. Especially if you're not. I will say this: if you're not, you're doing something. If you're not flexible, if you're not flexible, and you're not, I mean, I mean, you you some get, of the you get like the blocks, and you can. Yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, but some of the positions. I mean, okay. I, I blame my wife. She'll she'll watch this. She's tried to get me to do a little bit of yoga. I don't like it. It's okay. I don't I don't like it either. Boring. Yeah, but um. There were there were some some people I was following on on socials and mm-hmm. one of them was like they were doing holy yoga then they were started talking about this thing called Revelation Wellness yeah. and I was like Revelation Wellness what is that yeah and they were doing workouts like um you know like lifting weights or doing cardio like like your workout videos wow and I said well that looks like more fun yeah so I tried that and well it was more fun right as you're actually moving and you're engaging all your muscles and there's dance elements and like it was fun. Yeah. And so I kept doing that. And um I remember one of the instructors on the video. Mm-hmm. Um it was <laughs> I've I've written her a letter and I was like, I had to tell her this whole story. <laughs> she it's during the warm-up and she's having you do like a, a figure eight with your hips to okay. to loosen everything up. And she says, you know, we're not doing this to be sexy. If if you feel awkward doing this, th- we're not doing this to you know, to build your sex appeal. We're not doing this mm. to yeah. be sexy. We're doing this to loosen up the vertebrae at the bottom of your spine. Yeah, you've got to loosen that up so that you can do the moves later in the program. Mm. Wow. And I was like, just yeah. light bulbs went off because yeah. I w- because of the trauma I was so locked up in my body mm. I had no freedom right. to move mm. I could run in a straight line right yeah. but actual movement was not an option for me right so mm. she said that and just light bulbs went off and I remember doing that particular program I actually don't know if I made it through because I just started crying yeah and God just brought so much healing. In that one moment. Wow. And I said, I want to do this for other people. I want to make a space to do this for other people. And so I kept putting it on the back burner. I was like, I'm, I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not worth mm. that. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and so then in, I guess it would have been 2016, I ran another marathon. <laughs> and um, on this particular race, it was somewhere around mile 16 18 i don't know the miles all run together after yeah a while. Uh, yeah but <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. i remember i was i was completely spent yeah like i had trained for this race and this race took more than i had yeah and i i had nothing left to give oh. and i was i prayed and i was like oh i was at like mile 21 yeah and i'm i'm on this like trail like cars can't even get there so if yeah. i give up it's it's just you. I have to go forward yeah. to the next checkpoint or backwards to the last checkpoint because yeah. no one's coming to pick me up. Yeah, and I'm in China. Like, I was. I, it's on the Great Wall. It was amazing. Wow, wow. I know. Just just <laughs> slip that in there. Yeah, yeah. like wait, we're gonna run a marathon. That's yeah. how you. That's yeah. the way. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, of course, wall. you have to do it. Over there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was it was on my bucket list to do the half. Yeah, on the Great Wall. Yeah. And then I saw that the full was available, and I was like, "If I do the half and I succeed, you I'm gonna to. want to go back and do the full. Of so course. let's just go yeah. full crazy." And I, I did the full. Um, it was more than I could handle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
in the moment, you know, God got me through and we got to the finish line and mm-hmm. I made it to the bus before the bus left. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't weren't going to wait for you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they had to have. All right. You assume, but yeah. okay. Um, but I made it to the bus before yeah. the bus left. I was. It was the last bus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But after I got back and you know, rested and rehydrated and mm-hmm. was able to process process some stuff, I was able to look back at that day. Yeah. That day, God changed my life. It was like God wow. took all of the the bitterness and the sludge and the like just the the ooky residue in my heart mm-hmm. dumped it out wow. and filled me with himself. Wow. Like from that day, I have not had any bitterness towards Wow. Yeah. The, yeah. This like the bitterness was just gone. gone. Wow. And it's like I tell people, oh, you need to go run. Yeah. But running may not be their thing. It's okay. Yeah. But running was my thing. Like God met me and healed me and cleaned me out mm-hmm. in running, and then brings revelation wellness into my life. Yeah. I'm like I want to, I want to create this environment for other people. Absolutely. And so, with revelation wellness, they actually do fitness instructor training classes. Yeah. yeah. They do, I think, two a year, and oh, they're incredible. Like. I don't work for them, yeah. but I'll sell it. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm, it's yeah. good stuff. And <laughs> this episode is sponsored by, sponsored by? <laughs> with a little star at the bottom. <laughs> um, I mean, they they have you can go revelationwellness.org. They've got um, free workouts online. Yeah. And they call, they call them sweaty Bible studies. Sweaty Bible studies. Because they start out, you start out with the scripture. Okay. And all of the songs are positive, uplifting. <laughs> positive, uplifting, Caleb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, they're Christian workout songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of them are like worship songs. Yeah. And you're working out mm-hmm. to this stuff. And, you know, when you work out and you engage your frontal lobe and you're processing information, what you're putting in during that time is going to sink deeper mm-hmm. than if you're putting it in and, and just sitting around. Yeah. Mm. And so they put scripture into you. They yeah. put God's word into you. They help mm. you process. They talk through the scripture and how it applies to your life. And um, I so said, like, they have free workouts, but then you have you can you can get a paid subscription right. and you know, get more stuff. But they've got podcasts that you can listen to while you're wow. running. Yeah. And they'll they'll do interval training. While giving you a sermon, yeah, and it's fantastic. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Sweaty Bible like, studies. They're amazing. <laughs> I love it. I don't know if you can tell. Face, yeah, but I love it. That's awesome. And so I went through instructor training, and even if that had been the end of the journey, mm-hmm. so much freedom and so much healing wow. just from taking that class and going to the retreat. It was just amazing and so then i came back after getting certified and i taught fitness classes at the church for like a year yeah and i don't know if anyone found great healing yeah but i know that there's some ladies at church now who enjoy working out yeah they enjoy taking care of their bodies absolutely yeah and you know they're 70 80 years old yeah yeah Okay, yeah. we're because the the like like you were saying the the body, it's for ability. It's not for vanity. Right. Mm. God didn't like say that. 
here's your body, make it look good. Yeah. He said, here's your body so that you can do all of the things. Yeah. Like, wow. we live in our bodies. Yeah. And if our bodies are falling apart, right. we're not able to go and do all of the things that God wants us to do. Absolutely. Preach it. <laughs> I know I need it. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm in church right now. <laughs> so. Well, just in case you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting fitness classes on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Not this Saturday, next at the. And that for and that's going to be that's going to be at church. Your connect. Yeah, that's going to okay. be my connect group at church. Nice. Um, nice. There's no charge. I'll, I'll have a. I'll have a couple of hand weights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna have enough for everybody. Yeah. But. Just a little something to get. Just get a little people something. Going. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's it's gonna be low to moderate impact. It's it's really I'm making it available and approachable for anyone. Right. We I can give you some modifications to make it hard and challenging. Right. But that's not the point of it. Yeah. The point of it is to get you moving. Mm-hmm. Get the word of God to sink into you a little bit deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help you find freedom. Yeah. See your body as as this wonderful gift that God gave you. Wow. Not yeah. as something to be ashamed of. Yeah. Or something that you have to take and show off and flaunt right out to everyone and like that's, that's my problem you know yeah i yeah, get it i get it you know chris like, walks by and i'm just like i know who is this adonis walking <laughs> <past?"> <laughs> I, like, I, I know you've got a little bit of gray hair up under that hat and <laughs> look, look, i got i got a little bit going on hey I'm, we all, we all got i some. am proud we all got of some. mine Absolutely. They're, like, they're my sparkly unicorn hairs. Sparkly unicorn. Mm-hmm. I, sparkle. I haven't looked at it like that for me. But <laughs> well, I aging like, yeah. aging is normal, right? Yeah. yeah. And in in our yeah, culture, it's reality. we try to stay young. Right. Yeah. But yes, we do. Okay, so I'm 40, you're 41. 41. I'm 37. Nearing that age. Yep. Okay. We are old enough mm-hmm. to look at the 20 somethings and go, I, 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 I used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right? So, yeah. sure, youth has its benefits, mm. but it has its downfalls, too. It does. Like it with does. age should come wisdom. Right. And Should being the key word. Yes. Yes. Age is, aging <laughs> yes. is not bad. Yeah. It's not comfortable, mm-hmm. but life starts to make more sense. You start to understand yeah. people better. Yeah. You start to heal, and you can see the people who are hurting. Yeah. And you can help them. Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Whereas when you're 15, 20, you're yeah. you like causing problems. I look back at me, you know, early twenties, mid and late twenties, just like, wow, I made a lot of <laughs> a lot of dumb I wasn't decisions. thinking about healing anybody. I sure yeah. I was I was very self centered. I was very self focused, you know, especially like during that time, like working out in the gym during that time because I just wanted to look good. Like I have to look good. You know, people see me, I got to look good. I'm in the military. I got to make sure I look the part. I got to make sure I can function, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in, right. So that was a part of it. But at the top of it was just, I want to look good. I don't want you to look better than me. I want to walk into the room and steal everyone's eyes, you know, Mm. but years later, when you look at it, you go, man, how much, how much time did I waste worrying about how I looked, mm. worrying about how someone else perceived me, mm-hmm. right? You know yeah. what I mean? There's, it, there's, there's being healthy, right? And we talked about this, you know? 
we talked about this uh, for for New Year's, right? Our New Year's episode, we talked about that. That's one of the one of the things you're working on. I always work on that as well, but it's not it's not getting healthy to look good, so that when you're standing on stage and you're preaching, you're not thinking about how am I looking, right? Because let's be real, let's be honest about it, right? That's something that can creep in, especially the more you look at yourself in the mirror and you're going, I don't like the way I look. So if I don't like the way I look, when I'm standing up here talking to the congregation, they're not going to like the way I look. <clears throat> when everybody's sitting down, <clears throat> we're all just like, bring us the word. Bring us the word. Mm-hmm. Us the word. That's, we're here because we want, we want to hear the word. We're not worried about a look. But think about that. Like how much, how much do we put into how do I look? Why are you looking at me like that? How come your eyes aren't shimmering and shining when you're staring at me? And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but when you, when you put it into those terms, that's very, mm. so, but I, I, that's, fitness is a very important and integral part, uh, in everyone's life. It's, it's a tool. Absolutely. To Absolutely. be used to help us find health. Mm-hmm. Fitness mm. is not the goal. Yes. Yeah, it's, I like that. It's funny. I mean, you, y'all are helping me see that a little bit that you don't really, it doesn't seem like, and I don't know how to say this, but it doesn't seem like you really get a pass from, it seems like what we all were, we're all using our bodies in, you know, in some way, shape or form, because yeah. it's the context in which mm-hmm. we find ourselves yeah. and the way that we do that, whether it's in a healthy way or an unhealthy way. It says something about us. Mm-hmm. It says, yeah. probably it says a lot about us. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of just making me think. I mean, just, you know, even what you just ran through with thinking about the way that other people are perceiving us physically. Mm-hmm. Well, how many times you know are we thinking about the way that people perceive us just in general? Absolutely. So it's um it's easy to think, oh, this doesn't. It's easy to take this subject and say, oh, this doesn't apply spiritually or emotionally. Or it doesn't apply to me spiritually or, or emotionally, but clearly it does, whether yeah. you acknowledge it or not. And it, it, I mean, and, in, and, and in it, Corinthians, yeah. Paul writes that, don't you know God made your bodies and he cares yep. for your I, bodies? I literally was reading. <laughs> That's the book that I've been reading. I finished it this morning. <laughs> Y'all thought about this before I came. This is why I showed up late. You're no, like, how can we get? You're like, well, how can we get we Russo back? Practice <laughs> late. I'm never going to be I late again up now. Late preparing an entirely different conversation. Yeah, and yeah. it was on the drive here mm. that I was like, I need to change. I'm not. I'm not prepared. I, I was like, I'm not prepared for this, and yet it's. Man. It is so much a part of who I am. <laughs> that I can't be unprepared anymore. Right. It's like, what what did Paul write to Timothy? Be prepared Man. in season and out. Goodness. And this, the fitness being a tool for mental and spiritual health yeah. is such a part of who I am Yeah. that I am now prepared in season and out. Yeah. I can do work and become more prepared, sure. But... Yeah, we can, you can always... Yeah, man, you know, fitness is it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, people are like, I can't lift... The weights. I can't run the miles. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Can you go for a walk? Mm. How do we? There we go. When you come, we've talked about it. You're coming in church. You're coming to the Lord. What do you say? You come, and He will meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. When you talk about fitness, come as you are. Come as you are. We'll meet you where you are, and we'll help you get from 
point A mm -hmm. to point B, mm -hmm. right? I got a background in fitness as well. We talked about it. Same, you know, instructing and everything like that. And it's just, I've seen just time and time again, you know, people shying away from either working out, the gym, lifting weights, whatever it is for multiple reasons. But that, that main one being, I can't do what everybody else is doing hmm. because I, you guys have been doing this for so long. Mm -hmm. So if I come in and I do this, well, I'm not going to be able to keep you, up. When I do my classes, yeah. I pull out chairs for people because yeah. I want to make it accessible mm -hmm. for everyone. Absolutely. I've got 80 year olds coming. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be doing jumping jacks. Right. I give them modifications. Exactly. If you can't do it this way, do it this way. Exactly. Just do some little toe touches, do some what, what have you. Exactly. Right. You make it available for people. Mm -hmm. Give them the option to go deeper, stronger, more intense. That's Absolutely. fine. That's what we do at church. Mm -hmm. yeah. You make it available for the least capable person, mm -hmm. but then give options to go deeper, to go further as yeah. people are able. Absolutely. And I mean, it's just... As, I love it. Look, it's my jam. Come, come as you are, right? <laughs> come as you are, just... You know, and I know we, we gotta we gotta uh, wrap up because you got you got somewhere to be. But um, man, I just just thank you. Like I, I again, injury still. You know, kind of kind of just excuses working that out. You know, yeah, Mike's that's my sorry. <laughs> I, I, I coughed. <laughs> no, so I'm like, you know, injury is just like for me. I, I I hate being injured. I don't get injured often, but if I get injured and if I'm if I'm down for a day, I'm just like. You know, I, I just, at least like if, if I'm not even able to go out and just go on a walk, mm -hmm. walks are tremendous. It is one of the top ways to keep yourself in good physical condition, mm. getting those steps in, burning those calories. Right. But like just fitness is a very, very integral part uh, in, in life. And not only again, just the physical of being able to function, support, defend all those wonderful things internally, Right, all those organs that are affected when we are carrying excess weight, when mm. we are not taking care of ourselves, or if you're not taking, if you're not carrying excess weight, the things that we're eating, we're putting in our body, very, very, they can be very detrimental, and you may not know until too far down the line mm. where something starts to rear mm -hmm. its head. So, again, just everything that you shared today, um, not knowing any any portion of your story. Outside of the things that we talk about, you know, when we're in church, that's why we love having yeah. this time here on the, on the podcast and just diving in deeper with people and learning and learning more about them. You just, you, you learn more about each other and then you have a, a, a like a renewed appreciation for that person, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and you can even say, you know, more respect. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to use that cause you give people respect. Right. But mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's that, it's that different level of understanding and connection that you have with people. So just you know, thank you for being here and just being, being vulnerable and, and being open and being able to share your story. Um, mm. so I've seen God yeah. bring other women mm -hmm. healing yeah, because I was brave enough to share my story. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. so look, and not even, it's not, not even comfortable. Women. Yeah. Not even just the women, the men sure. too. Absolutely. I've, I have yeah. not seen that. Right. I'm sure. And, it can the, happen. I'm, and I'm sure there, and I'm sure again, we talk, you've, you've reached and touched so many people in your life, right? Because of what you've been through, what you've been able to share, what the Lord has brought you to, 
and how he's molded you and shaped you. You've touched so many people, men and women, right? And now being in the youth, being able to, like you said, being able to share and, and help them understand and articulate, hey, those tough, hard conversations that you're scared to have, it's okay to have them because if you don't have them, then it can lead you to a place mm-hmm. that makes you feel less than what the Lord made you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you like you touched on that. And that is just a very, that is a, a tremendous gift that the Lord has given you. And not everybody, not everybody will take the time to sit down, listen for one, accept it, and then turn around and share it. So being able to do that again, you know, that's just, that's just an amazing thing. And just, we're, we're very excited to, oh, thank you. to have you leading that and, and definitely mm-hmm. just, you know, great things are coming from that. My man, I know you've been, you've been sitting there just like, why are they talking about me? Lord, why, are we, why are we having an intervention? No, this is great. <laughs> My man, no, I love you. I love you. Just, you know, if you don't mind taking us out in a word of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm so struck by the fact that physically, emotionally, spiritually, you do meet us where we're at. Mm. And, um, I think that's something we all we all need to remember and hear and can't yeah. hear enough because so often we feel like we're not good enough. We've got to you know we've got to clean up. We've got to get our our lives together before we come to you. But God, nothing could be further from the truth. Thank wow. you that in uh, in all these different ways that you meet us where we are and help us take one step at a time. And so, God, I thank you for Charity. I thank you for her vulnerability. Thank mm-hmm. you for this time that we got to spend together. And for every person that hears this, whether whatever, wherever they happen to be, uh, I pray that you would meet them where they're at and that they would hear your voice and respond accordingly. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we love you. Thank you for being here with us today. Before we take off, let them know anything that you want. Class coming up, connect group. Oh, okay. Whatever you got. Sure. Um, it, the fitness class, was, we're calling it release. release. It's going to be I like it. um, it's a little low to moderate impact class um, with a pretty decent emphasis on stretching. Okay. Um, and just, we're not going to be doing high intensity burpees or anything like yeah. that. It didn't, that's not what we're for. Yeah. Um, it's really just get you moving, get you comfortable in your body yeah. with where God has you and speak the truth. Uh, the classes are going to be at the church mm-hmm. at Saturdays, 9 a.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. So, and show up and get the word, get a little bit of fitness. Uh, I I could probably uh, use some, some good on. stretching and uh, and some good rehab. I've never recovery, heard you know? sweaty Bible studies. I've never heard those put <laughs> Listen, together before. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to forget that. Wait, when, she, when she mentioned it before we started, I was like, man, that's dope. <laughs> that's really cool. So, hey, we love y'all. Thank you for being here. Um, comment, like, subscribe, share uh, the bell. Uh, I, think I, I think that's everything pretty much in that aspect. That part is always like... All the things. You know what I mean? But um, definitely, definitely uh, look into fitness. Um, Start wherever you're at. Go about it uh, with the mindset of healing, Mm. love, grace. And let's kind of turn our attention away from the vanity side of it as we talked. And just get back to, let's just get back to, get back to where we need to be. So we love you. Go out there for the rest of the week. Have a great week. Love on someone. Tell them you love them. Uh, Again, you don't know the impact that you can have by just 
sharing a smile with someone. So we'll see you in the next one. Have a great week.